This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Negotiations on potential infrastructure legislation have trimmed down the funding for broadband connectivity. The White House proposed a counteroffer to Capitol Hill Republicans today that trimmed its proposal from about $2.3 trillion to a $1.7 trillion proposal. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the offer is a good-faith negotiation attempt. In our view, this is the act, the art, I should say, of seeking common ground. This proposal exhibits a willingness to come down in size, giving on some areas uh, that are important to the president, otherwise they wouldn't have been in the proposal, while also staying firm in areas that are most vital to rebuilding our infrastructure and industries of the future. The White House plans to roll out a detailed breakdown of the plan, but Saki says one of the areas that was trimmed is the funding to multiply broadband. The proposal also agreed to reduce the funding request for broadband to match the Republican offer and to reduce the proposed investment in roads, bridges, and major projects to come closer to the number proposed by the senators. This is all in the spirit of finding common ground. Now, at the same time, as I alluded to, we also, the counteroffer also reflects our view that the Republican offer excludes entirely some proposals that are key to our competitiveness, key to investments in clean energy and in in industries of the future and rebuilding our workforce. The Biden administration's original proposal included $100 billion for broadband funding. The Republican counteroffer the White House has matched contains about $65 billion. The Biden administration will soon begin offering payments to socially disadvantaged producers. The Department of Agriculture announced the impending checks today and will officially debut the language in the Federal Register on Monday. Language from a coronavirus relief measure passed in March includes paying back 120% of the guaranteed loans to cover the loan amount as well as taxes on the relief. That provision accounted for $4 billion of a $1.9 trillion bill. Eligible recipients include those in a socially disadvantaged group as reflected by Farm Service Agency records. The payments will be made in two steps, a direct deposit of the additional 20%, as well as a payment from the Treasury Department directly to USDA to clear the debt. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Finally today, a look at the spread of African swine fever has yielded some new research. Agripulse's Ben Nulli has more. Recent African swine fever research in Vietnam shows that rats and mice pose low risk to transmitting the disease from farm to farm, ASF is a deadly pig disease that has devastated the pork industry in Asia and Europe, but Swine Health Information Center Executive Director Paul Sundberg says preliminary reports from April show they could not find the disease in or on the rodents. African swine fever is called swine fever for a purpose. It infects pigs, and we didn't really expect it to be infecting rats, but it's possible that the rats could eat the virus along with other whatever other food they have and then pass it out in their feces as well as on their fur on their feed and on their fur and move it around the farm or between farms that way he says contaminated feed though is certainly a risk the virus has been found in feed samples in china i know that and the research that we've done um, with the kansas state university and looking at the um, feeding infectability of African swine fever confirms that 
Pigs can get African swine fever from eating contaminated feeds. The ASF research project is being conducted by South Dakota State University in collaboration with Vietnam National University of Agriculture on behalf of SHIC. Funding for the project is being made available through USDA's Foreign Agricultural Service grants. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The current but temporary estate tax exemption of $11 million per person has been helpful to agriculture, but estate taxes still hang heavy over many family farm businesses. Protect the next generation of family farmers by supporting the Death Tax Repeal Act of 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.